0: There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth.
1: Come on, girls, let's go shopping. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife.
0: What are you looking at?
1: Not looking about you, and man. You're mad, you're barking. you Far around you
0: There's no cash here.
1: Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robo? No cash. Where you get a
0: bag of all sorts in here, mate. Welcome to walk. Walk. Hello and welcome to The Last New Wave, the podcast that looks at the wide and varied landscape that is Australian cinema. I wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this podcast has being recorded on, the Wajak people of Perth. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia and recognise the continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay respects to them and their cultures and their elders both, both past and present. On this episode, I'm joined by the director of Hotel Cool Gardie, a really interesting documentary about a pub in the middle of essentially nowhere, uh, nowhere western Australia, and the two foreign female backpackers who go and work there and the, essentially the uh, the trials and tribulations that they face in working in this pub. And that director is Pete Gleeson, who uh, visited the pub and sort of decided, hey, this is a story that really needs to be told. Um, comparisons can be made to Wake and Fright, as we uh, make a comparison in the interview itself, and... Um, and look, it's a really fascinating documentary and it's one that I really highly recommend seeking out. It is in Australian cinemas right now. Uh, so, you know, please do check it out while you can. Let's just cut to the chase and let's listen to the trailer and we'll be back with the interview.
1: You know when you have done something and you
0: wake up the next morning and you just feel like you want to dig a hole to yourself? <laughs> Okay, so I do think that you two could be a good fit for some country pub work. Whoa! It's quite a, a big mining area. So a lot of the clientele of the pub are gonna be gentlemen. So that's him. Elena and steak. Some fresh meat. <laughs> All the way from Finland! Oh and this is the pub. We gotta save a bit of money. Yeah. Yeah, the boys are staying up to work. They're
1: coming down after work. Yeah. They're saying the new bar girls are. Yeah.
0: And uh, the stubby's here. Job's on. We'll initiate these people. Really? Lena, Lena, Lena. Nice to meet you all. Give me kiss. The race is on. On to Who's going to tag it first? And who's gonna put their name to it first? Okay, I'm looking for a nice finished brunette. Out, oh, good night. Just go to bed. No, you're going home. What are you gonna do? But I a very, very small. You know? They backpackers mate, they get cracked onto by every man I know. Oh, oh, no. No, way. Way. <laughs> no, no. Sure. What are you hugging and touching? So if we have sex it will be bad, but it will be very okay. quick. Is it draft or bitter? What did I just say? Knocked three blokes out and left one bloke out cold on the railway line. Yeah, I think that this town has a bit of sadness to it. I want to cry. The to the bar. Hi. Good night. What do i doing here? because i don't want to take up too much of your time i know you've got a train to catch and all that kind of stuff as well because uh, you're busy yeah that's right you're busy touring your film around um which is great yeah well
1: see. yeah we're, yeah yeah it's been good we've been all over over the country um and heading to new zealand and the couple of days as well so it's getting it out there
0: yeah, <laughs> how has it been? How have the audiences been uh, with you know? Because you, you're seeing quite a lot of Australia um, and covering you know a very rural uh, style film, um, which I guess mm. is is a you know topic that many Australians aren't aware of or, or really haven't seen all too much. Um, so how's it been? How's the audience reaction been? It's been
1: really good. We have we have really diverse audience reactions. Um. But you know, really passionate. No matter what they 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 think they, they or feel or from watching the film, they they feel it quite passionately. So it rouses these these um these feelings inside of them. And um, it, it depends where you are, and it depends how how it all it all depends upon how people react to the first few scenes. If people start laughing, they'll keep laughing. And if they are kind of shocked early, then they'll 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 be more yeah, okay. than than laughs, um, and it's really interesting seeing the dynamic um, when you get people who think that the, the audience should be gasping when they're laughing, and vice versa. And we had that in Perth where there was all, there was laughter all all the way through, and there was almost kind of a there was heckling between the audience as to whether something was funny or whether it was it was um, you know deeply disturbing.
0: <laughs> well, I think you know that's and that's the screening I went to, and I think that's the interesting thing is that this is a film that uh, it's. You know, it deals with the the kind of uh, the ochre Australian, and you know, I'm sure this has been brought up many times, but you know, it, it it feels like it's it's right out of wake and fright in a way. For me, at least, as an audience member, I'm like, geez, this is this is quite terrifying. Um, so, I think that you know, it's it's one of those really interesting films to gauge the audience reaction because it's it can be quite divisive. Have you had any really interesting sort of reactions of people coming up to you saying? You know, why didn't you do this as a director? Why didn't you step in or anything like that, or you know, basically questioning your role as a director in, in with this particular story? Because you know, it is it is very observational. It's very interesting what you capture here.
1: Yeah, we get that. We get asked that a lot, and um, and, and you're right. It's, it's observational. So so our job was to go out there and observe and try and create three acts of interesting. Uh, you know, of an interesting film from actuality um, that that represented um, that actuality as tr- you know as truthful, truthfully as possible. So, um, no, I never felt the need to s- step in. Obviously, if someone was going to be in physical danger, or uh, w- you know, we were putting somebody in, in harm's way, we would we would step in, or we, we wouldn't. We kind of wouldn't do anything to, to to do that in the first place. Um, but, you know, the things that are going on in the film aren't um, particularly out of the ordinary um, in that environment. They aren't, you know, there, there aren't any of these, you know, huge, there isn't one big act of terror or anything in this film. <laughs> it's, it's And that's the kind of the point. It's just small actions and small comments and, and it's about these things. Aggregating and aggregating and compounding and compounding and wearing somebody, you know, wearing people down. Um, so there was never one big moment where we thought, "Oh shit, we've got to, you know, get somebody out of there or or, or whatever." It, it, and that's the point of the film. It's just about that, that aggregation that that um, you know, if you're you're a bloke and you go out and you you have a few beers and get a bit loose, there'll be one or two things that you might say or do and you totally forget about. And because you you you're, you're pissed. You kind of you've kind of given a license to forget about as well, um, and uh, they'll mean nothing to you the next day. But if all those things kind of compound and becomes somebody's entire experience, which you know, which for a barmaid, that's kind of what their experience is. It's just lots of you know pissed people staying and doing whatever you know comes off the top of their head. Um, you know, when that happens, when that comes becomes someone's twenty-four hour. Experience it can be it can be grueling and and kind of horrifying in that wake of fright way yeah
0: yeah and I think what you've managed to capture here is a really interesting sort of assessment of um, masculinity in Australia and that's certainly something that has been uh, in discussions you know in the media and society a lot in the past few years um, was that kind of your intention
1: well yeah we, we knew there was this confluence. You know, there was the there was the women who came, and they were exposed to the men, and there were the men that were there, and they were exposed to the women who would who would be, um, come along every two or three months. So I knew that both perspectives were were going to be really interesting, and I hoped, yeah, definitely to access you know the men and pub culture and see what that looked like through through female eyes. Um, and that that would be interesting because as, as blacks, we're, we're pretty, um, pretty simple in some ways and really, really complex and complicated in other ways. Um, so especially out in this environment where you've got, um, you know, a really kind of hyper masculine culture where you have to be overtly very, very manly and very blokey. Um, and you've got a place where, where a lot of people don't arrive. At from various colourful um, backstories, um, you know, Coolgardie is a place that just kind of collects these really interesting people from from um, all walks of life. Um, and you've got alcohol, um, and <laughs> you've you've got uh, you know the mining industry. So you've got kind of you've got lots of money out there, but then you've also got a lot of, um, uh, I guess, economic. Deprivation as well. It's, it's not, you know, it's a bit of a two-speed economy still. Um, yeah, there's all these factors that 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 make, you know, a bloke sitting behind the bar out in that part of the world really interesting to to explore. Yeah,
0: it's it, it is really fascinating in that regard. And I guess you know, from from what I've read, you have you sort of visited that part of the the world quite a bit before uh, deciding to make this film. Was that you know is this is a, not a really a personal story but it's a story that you've you've thought this needs to be told in a way that we haven't covered in cinema before um, and in that regard is there you know there is has there, have you noticed any major change in the, the past few years since you actually made the film and now it's been released have, have you noticed any change in uh, the pub or that lifestyle out there? Yeah well I
1: haven't been out as much as um, some of the re- the reviews and that said I've been out there. I I went out there for a couple of weeks, years and years ago and then I would just kind of call in. So so I I've, I've been out there intermittently in in short periods of time. And um if there's, there's if there's one thing that defends a local out of those places, it's somebody saying that they've been out there more <laughs> than they have, and being painted as a regular when they're not I mean, you're at in these places for you know, until you've been there ten years. <laughs> so um, I can't say that I I'm, I'm regular there. <laughs> but I regularly kinda of called in and, and had a beer and, and noticed that there you know, there's really interesting characters and you know, there was barmaids coming and going every few months and, and that kind of thing. So um yeah, I can't say what it's like now. I haven't been um back since we filmed and it's under new management and I don't think they have um backpackers working the bar anymore. Okay. Um but, yeah, I don't know if the culture has has changed, you know, wholesale. It just depends where you are and under what circumstances. You know, there's, uh, going back to your question, yeah, I wanted to make this film because, yeah, we, we don't see uh, Australia warts at all very often. We see bits of it or we see it sugar-coated, but um, you don't see a lot of films where the... the the way people really talk is up on screen and um, and you know i couldn't have written any of this dialogue because <laughs> it just it's a lot of it's just really random and and it just comes from this visceral place in these in these guys um and and women as well um, so yeah, I wanted to make something that was that was real and reflected the experience of of somebody other than a scriptwriter writer who, who you know spend a little bit of time in the bush and and writes these kind of cardboard cut out characters
0: Well that's the thing I think that you know as you're saying you, you can't really write these people they 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 seem larger than life but you know mm. if somebody constructed it it just wouldn't seem natural <laughs> at all
1: yeah, yeah and that's the great thing about real life it's it's arbitrary and it's uh, it's it's not neat um, and it can be brutal like this is this film structured like a a black comedy really i mean it's a drama and it's a tragedy and it's um it's an observational documentary and it's kind of almost a wildlife film <laughs> in some ways um and we've structured it you know as well as we can but at the end of the day life has this tendency to be even more Brutal and and dark and crazy and random than than um than fiction. So it's just it's got this organic nature to it as well.
0: Now, of course, the 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 girls in the film uh, obviously no longer work there, but you know they've gone back home. I understand, or or at least are travelling elsewhere in the world. How do you think that you know their stories of what they've gone through, and and if they show people this film? I guess the question what I'm trying to get at is if you know as a representation of what Australia is like we're always seen as you know being super nice lackadaisical people and stuff like that and this this kind of challenges that concept in a way uh, have you had any feedback from international audiences or uh, the families of the girls or anything
1: yeah like that? well I don't know is that is that how we're see Like if you watch Letterman or something, or or you believe kind of the Hollywood version of Australia? Yeah, it's it's Crocodile Bubby and it's Hugh Jackman and and all of that. But you know, on a geopolitical stage, it's 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 um, you know, being hardcore on refugees and it's um, uh, you know, our record with our indigenous people and and, and that. We're, like it's a, it's a mix. We're seen as yeah, really friendly and. and Jovial and and kind of these lovable larrikins in one sense, but you know I don't think, uh, yeah, we're, we're, people are critical of us as well. Yeah. Um. So this this you know fits somewhere in between all of that. Uh, you know of. There's really. I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty harsh harsh film in a lot of ways and it shows shows a you know a really hard hard side of australia but it shows um you know there's there's some likable there's a like some likable characters in there as well um and you know some some good traits um, in, in amongst it all um but I, I don't know i mean it's it's a film not necess- it's it's very australian and it's it's got um, it's very Aussie in its lingo and the slang and the location and, and, and the characters and everything, but it's a universal story. People don't people will look at it and say, oh, shit, that that was pretty hardcore. But um at the same time there's a lot of people that come to this film and say, I can relate to that whether I'm Canadian or Finnish or American or British or whatever because it's a universal experience that's been put up there on screen. It's about people um Arriving in a foreign environment where there's a dominant culture that kind of uh, um, has all these expectations of them, and it's about them trying to adapt to that, ad- adapt to the expectations of, of the, the new world that they've arrived in. So, you know, that's universal, I think.
0: Yeah, it is, and and I think you've done a great job in capturing it, and. No, I won't. I won't keep you much longer because you've got a uh, you've got places to be, and you're off to head to New Zealand. And, and I'm I'm kind of, you know, this is this the first time this being shown in New Zealand, or um, you know the um
1: no, I screened at the New Zealand International Film Fest last year. Okay. And the programmer there, when he, when he took the film, he, he said, "Oh, there's nothing we keywords like better than to see Aussies behaving badly." So so we'll take that. Well, that's <laughs> but, um... Yeah, there's another film which which kinda of reminds me a little bit of a Hotel Guy called um the Groundry One, which is about a New Zealand rugby team, um, you know, and their their struggles with alcoholism and hazing and all this kind of stuff, so yeah, it's it's not specific to any
0: one country. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I think that I think that New Zealanders might get a bit of a, a rise out of of seeing this in the in regards to like ah, oh, you know, those typical Aussies, those that kind of thing. So you know, be I would love to be a fly in the wall in the audience of uh, in New Zealand. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But if you watch the film, though, it's um, there's so many foreigners in the film that actually exist in this place as well. I mean, it's populated with Kiwis and South Africans, you know, and Welsh and Brits, uh, you know, other Brits. Um, you know, so it's, it's actually quite a... When you listen to the the accents there, um, you know, it's very, very Aussie. The Aussies are really, really Aussie and Ocker, but there's, there's plenty of kind of um, foreign people making up the mix as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But,
1: yeah, yeah, the Kiwis will notice their own inside that that yeah. world too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, well, I'll, I'll wrap up and I'll, I'll finish up with the, the one question I, I ask all the guests that I have on, um, and that is, um, besides your film, of course, which uh, hits Australian cinemas next week, I believe, on Thursday next week, so um, people need to head out and go and see it because it's really great. Um but is there an Australian film that you recommend people seek out and see? Uh, it doesn't have to be a documentary. It can be a fiction film as well.
1: Oh, well, essential viewing, of course, is is Wake in Fright, you know, the 1971 um, dramatic version of Hotel Cougarty, I guess, <laughs> where, yeah, it, 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 it was made by a foreigner, and, and, in, and it's made like a horror movie, but instead of a guy trying to escape a cabin and being dragged back by his ankle by some monster from the, under the floorboards or something. It's a guy just trying to get out of an outback town to go with his girlfriend in Sydney, and he's dragged back into the pub by drunk Aussies saying, come and have a beer with me, you bastard. And he 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 goes mad. So, um, yeah, that's pretty essential Aussie viewing. And it's being remade by Kreef Stenders at the moment, so it'll be interesting to see Um you know the updated modern take
0: on it. Mm, I'm looking to see what his perspective is and and whether maybe he might use uh, your film as a as a reference in a way. Uh fingers crossed, you know, that'd be uh, be very interesting to see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to it. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much Pete. I really appreciate your time and, you know, again, uh, making sure that everybody goes and sees this film because it's a really fascinating film. And I must also commend you as well. You you've created a really great little film that is under 90 minutes that is so jam-packed full of uh you know information and you know themes and stuff like that and you know as a cinema go i do love long films but you know to have a nice film that is really tight compact and packs a lot of punch yes is is great so you know thank you very much for that yeah no worries
1: get in get out there's no flat spots that's it exactly
0: (laughs) All right, well, you have a great day, and right. hopefully your cough feels a bit better uh, as you travel on the world. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last New Wave. Really do check out Hotel Whites Whiteson Cinemas. It's a really impressive documentary. One which, you know, I think that uh, Australians will really appreciate and of course uh, people internationally when it hits uh, your screens or streaming services or whatever, uh, please do check it out as well because it'll give you a look at a slice of Australia which you may not uh, recognise exists or you might even see it reflects a bit of your own society as well. Uh, It's very interesting in that regard. If you like hearing these kinds of interviews, make sure to head over to followingfilms.com where you can hear uh, previous episodes of The Last New Wave as well as episodes of uh, shows like Following Films which host Chris Maynard interviews a whole bunch of different people. Really, really fantastic uh, podcast that one as well as uh, shows like War Machine vs. War Horse and Pop Culture Case Study. If you also like what I do, then you can also head over to abfilmreview.com to listen to the other show which I do, which is AB Film Review, where myself and my wife, Bernadette, uh, basically talk about the latest films that are out. It's, you know, a little bit looser than what's on this. Other than that, follow us on social media, AB Film Review or The Last New Wave on both Facebook and Twitter. And if you can, uh, leave a rating and a review on iTunes or whichever podcast player uh, that you're listening on. It just helps people seek out the show and and get to know it. And certainly, you know, share it out. It would be fantastic. Keep on watching Australian films and I'll see you on the next episode of The Last New Wave.